Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, please call your doctor. And now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. It just feels so good to feel good. So in today's podcast, we're going to explore another way to feel good. We're going to talk about humor and laughter and its effects on vitality and on health. Now, I'm sure you you well know that the concept that laughter is the best medicine goes back thousands of years. I mean, life uh, is difficult. I, I don't even need to say that life is difficult today, but it's always been difficult throughout history. And uh, this ancient adage is, is now supported by lots and lots of scientific research. It's really, really true. Humor decreases stress. It diminishes pain. Uh, it can improve the quality of life. It's even been shown to improve immune functioning. And it's a popular topic to uh, talk about humor and laughter uh, in both lay literature and in scientific literature. So some more humor and laughter in your life might just improve your relationships because it's going to make you feel better. And that is what really matters. This is information you're going to want. The virtues of humor are well documented and um, in all all kinds of writings and in all kinds of uh, poetry and lots of great quotations. Uh, the concept that laughter can be therapeutic actually goes back to biblical times. And uh, this belief has received lots and lots of support recently throughout the scientific community. Uh, Current research is clear that humor is a great coping mechanism. So, you know, laughter in response to some humorous stimulus uh, is a natural occurrence. It doesn't require a lot of money, a lot of time. It's throughout all cultures, all tribes. Um, there's just a lot that we want need to know about humor and laughter. We need to be very intentional about getting more of it into our lives. Uh, there are, you know, there's all kinds of great therapies out there, complementary therapies that enhance the outcomes of medical treatments on things like um, massage therapy, relaxation therapies, exercise therapies. Uh, and these are all great, but they do require significant time, commitment, and sometimes money. So I think it's fun to talk about something that is easily implemented and uh, is cost effective. I mean, it's free and it will increase your vitality. It will help you enjoy more of your life. Now, diverse literature has documented the beneficial effects of humor on stress and on immune function. Uh, way back in the 1970s, Norman Cousins, who was a journalist, sparked a lot of interest in the healing benefits of 
laughter. He had been diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis, which is an immune disease that causes severe pain. It causes chronic pain in the spine and joints. So, but uh, Norman Cousins found that his symptoms markedly improved through the use of humor, the simple use of humor. He, uh, one of the things he did was he watched a lot of Marx Brothers movies. And he even, uh, you know, wrote a book about his findings. It's called The Anatomy of an Illness. I, I read the book a few years ago when I had just several patients who came in who were also suffering from ankylosing spondylitis. When I researched it, uh, that disease, then that book came up. It's it's super. So when scientists study uh, laughter and humor, they call it humor theory, and uh, they look at laughter in response to something funny. I mean, they ha- you know, scientists have to like make it more complicated, but th- they looked at having a sense of humor as a psychological trait that allowed people to respond, of course, to this humorous. Stimulus. Well, we all know that having a sense of humor can vary greatly among people, but it's something people can cultivate too. Uh, and laughter has started actually to be a complementary therapy uh, with all kinds of things. I mean, things like you know, cancer, you know, all kinds of pain management. And I definitely hope that this trend continues because we need lots more of it. Now, of course. Uh, even for just all of us, laughter decreases stress. Hans Selye was a researcher that was one of the first people to actually document the general effects of stress and to start coining that term. He looked at it at how stress effect affected uh, the sympathetic nervous system and, and consequently, you know, on what it did to uh, hormones, you know, to our endocrine system and on lymphatic or organs on our immune systems. So that kind of started the ball rolling. And, and then in the research world, uh, they started calling this PNI, which stands for psychoneuroimmunology. And and that's where it is today. It's basically looking at how your your personality, your brain, your immune system uh, all interact and uh, and even react to some certain stimulus. And and it's and that's where it is in terms of uh, looking at humor and laughter. It's that it's PNI as um related to humor and laughter. So now they've actually developed these testable frameworks that can measure how laughter changes physiological functioning. I mean, they can look at stress hormones such as cortisol and epinephrine. They can look at growth hormone. They can look at insulin, thyroid hormone. I mean, even, uh, you know, sex hormones. And they they measure all these hormones. They look at, uh, also look at inflammatory markers such as C-reactive hormone, cytokines. Uh, You can imagine how important this is for all the chronic inflammatory diseases that so many people are suffering from. Uh, Scientists measure neurotransmitters. They look at neurohormones. They measure antibodies. I mean, all of this is part of that psychoneuroimmunology world of research, this P&I. So, uh, and interestingly, you know, speech and laughter are considered to be uniquely human. So, 
I mean, some people disagree on that, but but that is the truth. I mean, many of us think that our pets talk to us. I mean, I think our dog Scout tells us what she needs, but um, but we have to accept that you know. Uh, Speech and laughter are human. We may think that, you know, laughing hyenas are laughing, but they're really not laughing. The important thing about accepting that speech and laughter are uniquely human is that humans have to be studied to find answers in this area. In other words, you can't study mice. I mean, can you imagine how much intellectual agreement in the science community there would be in deciding, you know, which jokes to tell mice or then to determine if, you know, mice were really laughing. Uh, I mean, that would take a huge amount of money to figure out. I mean, we need to spend research money in other areas. So so it's just great that people are being studied in this area. And um, there's there's much more known these days about how stress affects us physically and psychologically. And um, there's probably not enough known about which interventions actually help decrease or moderate those negative effects of stress. And that's where I think humor and laughter come in. We need to explore more complementary methods that increase vitality, improve the quality of life, you know, decrease pain, decrease stress. Um, you know, complementary therapies don't necessarily replace conventional medical treatment, but they are still important. They will help increase the outcomes of other therapies. So incorporating more humor and laughter in your life is just a great way to feel better. You know, not just emotionally, but also physically. You know, this is ancient wisdom. And the Bible talks about it in Proverbs 17, uh, you know, where it says a cheerful heart is good medicine, uh, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. I always love to say when something like that is in the Bible that God said it first, because we see this proven out in our lives and we see this in lots and lots of great research papers. I mean, because laughter actually triggers beneficial physical changes, then uh, we want to get more of it in our life. We want to talk about more ways to harness this easy and free method to have more vitality. So I have just three quick things that you can start doing today and that will make you make you feel better. So number one, decide to take yourself less seriously. I mean, this is a great thing to talk about these days because some of the funniest times in your life are when you mess up. I mean, this reminds me of my experience probably seven or eight years ago at the Apple store. And I'm sure the young guy who helped me there still remembers it too. He's probably talking about this, you know, older blonde woman who came in and, oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Now this was back in the day when they had the genius bar at the Apple store and you could actually, you know, go in and get help. And so at that time I had a new computer. I had my first a Mac laptop, and I was loving it. I was, you know, in school, I needed it. And I got totally panicked one day when I noticed that it was making this super strange rattling sound. So I got a, 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 an appointment at the Genius Bar and got there early so I wouldn't miss any of my 15 minutes and got up and, and he said, well, how can I help you? He was just so nice, so well-trained. And I said, well, 
my computer's making a funny noise. He said, is it working okay? And I was like, it's working great. But when I shake it, I hear this weird sound and I'm afraid something important is loose in there. And so he picked it up and he like shook it just once and a dime and a penny fell out of the CD drive. So he looks at me and he says, well, that's a strange place to keep money. And we both just die laughing. I mean, I'm like, like hitting my head on the counter laughing, just like belly laughing. He's laughing. And so then he says, well, I think you have about, you know, 11 more minutes. Is there anything else you want me to want me to do to your computer? And I said, yes, see if you can find some dollar bills in there. I mean, I need I'd love to find some more money. So we just had a great belly laugh. And, and it was literally my, my stupidity of, of, you know, not knowing. I would throw my computer in my backpack and money was in there. And, you know, it was just hilarious. So learn to laugh at yourself. I have lots of lots of opportunities for that. And you probably do too. Just don't take yourself so seriously. I mean, if you get somewhere and your pants are unzipped, who cares? It's happened before to somebody. If you get somewhere and something's on your nose, in your teeth, I mean, oh, well, it's happened to somebody. Just let yourself laugh at it, make a joke, and you're going to, you're going to feel better in lots of ways. So the second thing you want to do that's free is to find more friends who are fun-loving and joyful people. I mean, find some fun friends. Now, that doesn't mean you want to find, you know, stupid, reckless, you know, party animals. But um, you, it does mean that you want to find more people, you want to surround yourself with more people who have a good sense of humor and have the capacity to let go and laugh and be playful and, and, you know, take themselves less seriously. You want to look for people who are looking for the bright side of life. I call it living on the, the sunny side of the mountain. I mean, you want to find more people who do live on the sunny side of the mountain who and who can find things to be grateful for and to laugh about. Um, and so number three So it was, you know, take yourself less seriously, spend more time with fun-loving people. And then uh, number three kind of goes without saying, but be intentional about increasing humor in your life. You want to, you know, find funny shows to watch, you know, learn some good jokes. This reminds me of Ed and Ann. I I think, Ann, you may be listening. Uh, Ed and Ann were patients of mine in my dental, when my had my general dental practice. Uh, they were patients for years. And every single time they came in, they brought me a dental cartoon. You know, dental cartoons are not kind to dentists, but they are hilarious. And they are so true. And they, you know, humor brings out kind of, you know, the edge in life that we already know. And and I still have every cartoon that Ed and Anne brought to me. I have, have them throughout my art journals. And it's just so much fun to remember that. Always, when I knew they were were coming in, I would get something funny. So you want to find, you know, comedians maybe that tickle your funny bone. Oh, we love to watch Tim Hawkins. Um, We love the Dry Bar, which has all these different uh, comedians on it. And, um, And even reruns of I Love Lucy. I mean, Andy Griffith 
with Barney. It's always hilarious to me. There's so much out there. This might not be your genre of humor, but but just find what is. Find what makes you belly laugh. Find what makes you lose yourself and just uh, have some fun. You're not wasting time when you seek out quality humor. You know, because unfortunately, uh, anxiety and stress have become the norm. We um, we were at a home last night that they had the news on, and we were just shocked about all the bad news. We we've got to push against that because uh, when anxiety and stress become the norm, so does more illness. Uh, so you know, vitality decreases. You know, nor- we don't want to be normal. Uh, normal is defined as the usual or the regular pattern. It can become what is familiar. It can be what's typical. But this usual, this regular pattern is not good. I mean, consider normal in our world. Normal is dehydrated, irritated. Normal is constipated. Oh, my gosh. Uh, frustrated, overscheduled overstimulated, undernourished, normal is underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. Taking yourself too seriously is normal. Uh, Spending time with people who are all worried and stressed out, that can be normal. And then just spending time on, you know, serious uh, shows that increase your stress level unfortunately, can be normal. You have to find other ways to increase the vitality. And this is a really simple way to do it because humor and laughter are so good for mental health. They're good for emotional health uh, and and it's great for physical health. So and it's been measured over and over and over and over. Laughter actually changes your body chemistry and your brain function. I mean, for example, I don't think I've mentioned earlier, but laughter increases your heart and respiratory rates. Uh, It increases oxygen consumption. So, you know, all of that will move you into a state of relaxation. Laughter will dilate blood vessels. I mean, if you're going to go get your blood drawn or something, you know, do something funny before you go. Uh, It increases cardiac output. It lowers levels of cortisol. Uh, Cortisol is a major stress hormone. And laughter also increases human uh, growth hormone production. That's a good thing. It increases natural killer cell activity. Um, It increases immunoglobulins, A&E. I mean, all these things are so great for vitality. Anything that helps your vitality is going to help you have better relationships. And that's that's the point. Um, Laughter raises your your endorphin level. You know, endorphins are, beta endorphins are the feel-good chemicals of your body. When you're you're laughing your socks off, you will feel better no matter what is happening. You're going to have better focus. You're going to be energized. Uh, People are also, it's been shown that they're more productive after having a good laugh. You know, laughter just helps us see life's tough situations through a different lens. Um, I, we lost my father in the last year, and we've just tried to focus on a lot of funny things that he did, and that's really helped us get a better perspective on this painful loss. So, so remember, 
Remember the biblical wisdom. You know, God said it first. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So take yourself less seriously. Find fun-loving, joy-filled friends, and be intentional about increasing humor in your life. These are strategies that are free. They're proven to increase your vitality. They will improve your health uh, mentally and physically, and they will also improve your relationships. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 41 of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. You know, together we're taking the stress out of being healthy. So we're now in 354 cities. I think we've gained 14 new cities this week. Uh, Thanks to you. Uh, we're, We're in 41 countries. Welcome, you listeners in India, our newest country. Uh, thank you for sharing. That's all because of your sharing and subscribing. Um, blessings until next time. But I have another PS like last week. I'm thinking about changing the name of Vitality Mindset Made Simple to just Vitality Made Simple. So you can respond to me on my uh, by email, Debbie at drdebbieosment.com. Easy to find. But let me know what you think about that. Um, thanks again. Bye-bye.